I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. You can also hear the show on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, of course, an Odyssey radio station. So thank you for being with us. Mo Moten, Scott Branson joining you. And, of course, more to talk about. The Raiders get set for the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday, coming off the loss that people just don't seem to be able to get over. Uh, some people don't seem to think it's a problem, Mo. Uh, and you can't really get better or get over something unless you admit that you've been there. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, and we'll hear sound from Dave Ziegler today, which makes me think he doesn't think there's a big problem. Uh, but uh, Raider Nation still stewing. I thought maybe you know it would soften out a little bit as we head towards the weekend and a new game, but people are still upset and just uncertain of where this team is headed. And they should be. If your expectations for this Raider team was to at least contend for a playoff spot, and now you're sitting at 2-5, and five, I could see why you're upset and you get shut out and you're one of three teams that got shut out this year. And I understand the, I understand the frustration. I, as you know, I didn't have, I was on the show. Uh, what was it? Tuesday. Yeah. wasn't in the greatest of moods. Um, <laughs> you saw the, I, Oscar the grouch thing I tweeted out, right? <laughs> I actually didn't see it. I was oh, trade deadline. Busy. Yeah. Uh, matters, but you know, it's just, even as a person covering this, this team, because I'm far past, I'm not, in the fan lane anymore right? right as a person covering this team you go into the year thinking okay it's going to be an exciting year you got all of these parts you've made all of these moves okay this team should be competing for a playoff spot so you're kind of gearing up to say okay you know a lot of different things to talk about the previous years i know the Raiders made the playoffs last year but the roster didn't have a lot of talent on it this year you're expecting to make the playoffs and the roster has a lot of talent on it in certain areas so you're excited for that as a writer. And then you go into it and you're co okay, I understand, okay, slow starts, a new, you know, new regime, new new coaches, players are getting used to each other. I get it. Okay. Then you go, you know, two and five, and you're like, okay, uh, what's going on here? I was expecting to cover a playoff <laughs> caliber team. I'm getting a team that that's looking close to a slow and steady rebuild than competing for a playoff spot. And and again, that's disappointing. It is disappointing, and I know for fans it is too. And I think a lot of fans have already because they're listen they're conditioned to it. For the last 
15 years, it's exception of one year. It's been very much a, hey, when we get to this point in the season and we see how this team's playing, it's just time to look towards the draft, right? And so, so I get that piece of it. But what you hope for is that the team figures out a way, even if the playoffs aren't on the table, uh, the team figures out a way to get things together to give you some hope, right? To say, hey, you know what? They have pieces that are working. There is something that's working, and they're getting better each week. What we've seen with the Raiders, though, is get better, get worse, get better, get worse, get better, get way worse against New Orleans. So I think people are looking for that. Now, they're going to play Jacksonville this weekend, which we'll talk about. Jacksonville, the losers, they're two of six, two and six, I should say. Losers of five straight. So if you're going to get healthy, now is the time to do it uh, as far as the win column goes. But, Mo, I, I want to play uh, today. Um, uh, I was looking through the audio from, from Wednesday. And on Wednesday, Dave Ziegler met with the media down in, in Jackson, or excuse me, I think they're in Jacksonville or they're somewhere in Florida. Sarasota. Uh, Sarasota, thank you. Uh, and they, they met with the, he met with the media in person, and they also uh, played it on Zoom and on live video so you could see it. And much like we heard, and you and I were critical uh, on Tuesday's show of Josh McDaniels and his seemingly um, lack of, of urgency to win, to get his team to play a clean game. Forget winning. How about just playing a clean game where you play four quarters, okay? And you criticized him for that. You said it drove you nuts because it's like it's a loser mentality of, oh, well, lots of people are losing football games, right? So he does that, and then you think, okay, so now, now I'm listening to Dave Ziegler, and I'm hearing the same stuff. Like, it's not a big deal. And I say that, right? But I want to play the audio here. There's no video here for those of us watching on YouTube. Uh, there's no video here, but I'm going to play the audio and, and have you listen to what Dave Ziegler said. And, Mo, listen to this carefully, and then when we come back from the audio, uh, I'll get your reaction. So here's Dave Ziegler yesterday talking to the media. Yeah, I think we got off to a slow start. So, you know, whether, you know, lack of urgency, I'm going to, you know, defer to the players. Those, those guys were the guys that were in the locker room and were on the field and, you know, we're, we're interacting with each other. But we did get off to a slow start. And when you get off to a slow start um, in, in this league, you know, you, you and you're on the road and the crowd gets going and things like that, you know, you have to fight and scrap and claw to, to get back in. And we weren't able to execute well enough to do that. And so um, I don't think that's um, I, I wouldn't expect I don't expect to see that here this, you know, this Sunday. Um, I think, you know, it was an opportunity for the team to, to learn about how they need to approach the games, how they need to prepare and how we need to get off to a fast start. And I would expect that this week. Um, and we'll go from there. Well, one of the things that Josh is preaching is like trust the process, kind of like it's going to take a while. Any concern that may, that may contribute to kind of lack of urgency, like people are you know, looking at looking at long term more than maybe a, a quicker yeah, that's a, yeah. That's, yeah I, I don't think so. I think, you know, every game, it, it, it's also unique. I'd say, like, to, to, to that question, like, the game against New Orleans in particular, I thought it was a little bit of an anomaly of how we've played up to this point. I mean, we've been competitive um, in every game. Every game's been tight. The games that we've won have been tight up to a certain point. We, we pulled away there against Houston maybe at the end after the interception, but all those games have been tight. And I think, you know, you're going to, and Josh mentioned it, we've been a part of them. You're going to have some of those outlier games where it's just, you know, you're just, you come away with a lot of questions and, and a lot of whys, but you also can't overreact to that um, because it is one game in, in, in a long season. And so, um, you know, I think that um, going forward, we, ex we, you know, we expect to um, be a team that gets off to a fast start like we have many times um, here this year and, and continue to push and continue to progress. All right, Mo, 
<clears throat> that like like the other day, uh, McDaniel's set you off. This set me off because I, I'm going to point out a couple things and then I'll, I'll get to your reaction. So a couple statements he makes here at the beginning talks about a slow start. Then and then this is Vic Tafer actually asking the question. Great reporter. Vic asked him that question, and then he says, you know, but but as far as effort and execution, I'll defer to the players on that. Did he not watch film? Does he not? Is he not the boss? Can he not say, you know what? They didn't execute, and it's deplorable, and they shouldn't. I mean, at least Josh McDaniels apologized. Dave Ziegler makes it sound like, well, no, that's that's their that's the, you got to ask the players that. No, Dave, you're the GM. We're asking you. What did you see? What did you not see from your players that you signed and gave money to? That, that, that disappoints you. Number two, he talks about execution. And, and he doesn't expect to see it again. Seven games, you've seen it every game. You don't expect to see it again? There's, there's kind of a trend there. Thirdly, he talks about the New Orleans game being an outlier and that they've been in all these tight games. That narrative pops back up. It's an excuse because you had a 20 to nothing lead against Arizona, right? And you lost. So it's not that you always slow start. And that you've been in tight games. You've been in tight games because you fail to keep the game in hand. And that's the execution. All the things he said is true. But I'm blown away by this reaction. And again, I don't want people to think I'm just going nuts and overreacting and being emotional like fans can do sometimes, with all due respect. But I cannot believe that I'm hearing this is, this is the culture of this organization, clearly. One of the few things I tweeted on Wednesday after hearing Dave Ziegler speak was... Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You wonder why we question the urgency of this football team. And a lot of times on this show, what do we talk about? It starts top right yep some people i remember we had a, a emailer i believe it was lena uh asked about mark davis and i said you know it starts with mark davis because he does the hiring now when it comes to the football minds it starts with dave ziegler because as you said he's the guy paying these players or negotiating these deals on the phone making deals willing and dealing or the trade deadline he's the guy bringing these players in the door what stood out to me about what he said was about execution, he said, you know, Derek Carr is playing. Basically, he said Derek Carr is playing well. He's doing a good job. He's like, we have to execute. We have to protect Derek Carr. And that 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 set me off again because I'm thinking, well, hello, Dave. You're the guy that's supposed to provide the offensive line for Derek Carr. So <laughs> people complaining about Derek Carr's protection is bad, blah, blah, blah. Well, Dave Ziegler is the guy who's in charge. He's responsible. Of Josh McDaniels of put together a solid offensive line. Now, I'm not absolving Carr because his 
completion rate is down 6%, and it's not all because of the offensive line. He has not played up to the standard. And I don't care what Dave Ziegler says about Derek Carr, his progress. He may be progressing in certain ways, and that's a subjective word. What you see as improvement may not be what I see as improvement. But what I do see is Derek Carr is not the same player he was in recent years. Now, I know he's in a new system, but don't tell me Derek Carr is doing a fantastic job when you know that that's not the case. Right, yeah. And again, though, I, I'm I'm befuddled because I really like Dave Ziegler, and, and, and I think he can do a good job. But what I heard today is just BS, I think. is so much. Look, I'm not saying, again, we've talked about this many times over the last two weeks. I'm not saying you go out and for the jugular and start naming guys and throwing people under the bus, um, although you can do it collectively in a creative and constructive way. Like Dave Ziegler could say, hey, listen, this football team was built to win, and they're not executing, and that's why we're not winning. We're not doing in all three phases, except the kicking maybe, in, in two phases of the game, we are not doing what we need to do to win NFL football games. We do well at, in spurts, and then we give it back. And that's not acceptable. That's not what I signed these guys. That's what I would have expected to hear. That would have been an honest answer, not some political BS where you're just dancing around the issue. You won't criticize anybody. Um, now, and I have to give credit to the media pool. They asked some pretty direct questions. I thought Vic's question, and I left his follow-up in there so you could hear what he asked because he got to the point, and Dave Ziegler skirted. He, he did his best Washington, D.C. dance. And and got around it, right? And I just don't understand. Fans don't want to hear everything's okay and it's just an outlier. They don't want to hear it. Now, fans don't sign players. They don't run football teams. So I understand that piece. But still, it's just the optics. It, it tells me, Mo, there is no urgency. There will be no changes. There's no position coaches getting fired like we saw in Detroit and other places. Uh, they're riding. They're riding to the sunset with with the with the uh, with the crew they got. Yeah. So I dropped an article on Thursday, and I basically the summation of that piece is basically saying that the Raiders are trusting their coaches staff to write the ship right now because, as we all know, they didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. Uh, Dave Ziegler got on the, at the podium. Now, full disclosure, I understand Dave Ziegler is not going to throw his head coach, who's his friend from John Carroll college under the bus he's not going to throw players under the bus he's not going to call people out in the media i don't expect him to do that but to get up there and i i think i can recall he named some players that he felt improved under josh mcdaniels now i'll give him josh jacobs looks fantastic but i mean we all know josh mcdaniel uh, josh josh uh jacobs is a pro bowl caliber running back as long as he stays healthy we are, he's one of the top running backs in the league we knew that but to say Divine Diablo has improved, Trayvon <laughs> Merrick has improved, I, I I question that and I and I say, what games are you watching? Because Trayvon Merrick was a lot better in his rookie year than he is now. No question. Uh, Divine, Divine Diablo is not a solid coverage linebacker. I think he played a lot better in December last year. Uh, he named the Jermaine Luminar. I mean... The guy's probably going to lose the job to Thayer Mumford eventually. He'll be benched. It's just the dishonesty of it. Don't tell me that this is great when you, again, when you know it's not. Yeah. And, and that's the key, right? It's just, especially with fans, you don't want it to be to the point where people just don't believe you. And here you are in your first year 
And it just blows my mind that there's no recognition that things aren't working. It's always a, well, you know, it's just an outlier. I mean, he called the game an outlier. Now, scoring zero points, perhaps, okay? The Raiders, yeah. it hadn't been since 2014 since that happened. So, okay, I can agree with that. But the fact that your team plays with no intensity, that's not an outlier. It's happened several times this season. So that's where, to me, you lose credibility. You know what's not an outlier? The Raiders not playing a full game. Right. I, I, I said this I said this on the last on a previous show. The Raiders have not played a full football game since Denver. I think that was their most complete football game that they played this year. Mm-hmm. Look at the Chargers game. Carr throws a bunch of picks. It's turnover field football game. The Cardinals, they play half of a football game. They let the Cardinals back in. We'll come back and beat them in overtime. The Titans, they started slow. Come back late. They played half of a football game. The Chiefs, they played half of a football game. Played well in the first half. Started to crumble a little bit before halftime. And the avalanche fell in the second half, as a lot of people expected it to. And then the Saints, they just didn't show up. Yeah. So the, the, the outlier is, what's not the outlier is the Raiders not showing up for a full 60 minutes. Right. And I think that's that's what I would want him to address. <clears throat> Not necessarily, again, not necessarily call guys out, but why is it that your football team with all this talent is not showing up for 60 minutes? Why are they only playing good quarters and good halves and not good games? Right. And and he was asked a question, too, and I'm just reading the transcript because I didn't pull the audio for it. But before we leave on our first break here, he was asked, are you surprised the passing game is not really in sync yet and it's taking this much time? And he says, quote, I think the one thing with the passing game and every offense is a little bit different. The passing game does take time to develop. There's a level of continuity. There's a level of timing that takes place. And I think one thing we haven't had is a lot of continuity yet. Now, that can be true. Hunter Renfro was out with an injury. Darren Waller was out with an injury. But you have other guys. You were deep, you said there. You have a 10-year veteran quarterback. How much time do you need? 15 games? I mean, I don't know. I just think it all reeks of excuses, and I'm really disappointed in Dave Ziegler and how he responded to that one. All right, we're going to set aside uh, some time here and go to a quick break. When we come back, Mo and I will go on. Also, it's making national headlines again, the Raiders and their struggles. Albert Breer, of course, was on the Rich Eisen show on Wednesday talking about the Raiders. We're going to play that clip. It's a little bit of an extended clip, but I want to play that too because I want to hear the outside perspective and some consistency on the inability for even the national media, sans a couple people, uh, to criticize the passing game and to criticize Derek Carr. So we'll talk about that when we come back. You're with Mo and Scott here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. 